0: My talkers, it is Thursday, September 9th. We're hanging out with Lori
1: and Julia live at the My Talk Studios. And I guess there's a little bowling news and some tennis well, news. Well, you know what? It's as we've shared with you guys, Julia and I had a bit of funk for sure on Tuesday. <laughs> for sure, somewhat yesterday. We just were like stamping our feet that we were back to reality and in the studio. And what and that means is we aren't. Yeah, we weren't at the fair. And anyway, and so I was really kind of grouchy about bowling last night. Yes,
0: you were, and I was kind of surprised. Yes,
1: so was my husband, and, Mm -hmm. and, and it's usually because I seldom bowl Wednesday following Labor Day. Because I'm either out of town. Wait, listen to this. Okay. No, usually, usually out of the country, out of Grant. The
0: country. Okay, usually us... I'm in Europe. I'm on the Amalfi <laughs> right. Coast right. or I'm in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, wait, Paris. Yeah, no, always Europe in the You're fall. You're complaining okay. in a I, funny I direction.
1: I know, but that was where I was coming from. I, was right. like, I don't ever bowl because I'm usually gone. And also, if I haven't been gone, because sometimes I've gone to California post-Labor yes, Day. Yes, you have. Um, I'm... I always ask not to bowl because we're so exhausted from going out nine or ten days of the fair. It does take a toll on you people. Um, Oh, yeah. So, but, you know, it's a free... You're investigative reporting. That's right. Every evening. That's Mm -hmm. right. That's a very good way of putting it, Julia. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I was just kind of grouchy about it, but I'm driving to bowling, and I feel like I'm in Hawaii because it is full-on sunny and full-on
0: raining. And, you know, yeah, it was, yeah. It was it, a weird night last night, it, like around six o'clock. Six o'clock, yeah. And
1: then, as I turned to go down one sixty nine to head on over to Tuttle's, I see not one but two bright double rainbows. I love a double rainbow. Oh, I'm like, okay, this is a sign. I need to snap out of it now. I'm excited to see who's going to be at the bowling alley. It turned out to be our uh, four four of us gals because we're down to four person teams. Right. We went from five to four. Apparently, it was kind of a the captains. It was a, that meeting was, you know, people, the old school five person team. What we learned in COVID was we had to shrink the teams and space out. So we went to four and oh, wow, you get done sooner and you have more time for fun.
0: Oh, wow. So, so no one wants to go back up to five.
1: Well, because and then if you are a tournament bowler, blah, blah, blah. It's always five person teams. So, you know, it's a good rhythm, but uh we're. Most of us are lazy and fun oriented. So three four quarters of the teams voted for four person. So I'm excited. It's the four gals. We added like three teams to our league. So we're up to like fifteen, you know. Right. And um, which last year we were down to like twelve or ten or something. It was really kinda sad. But uh and then and then and then Julia, the fact that tennis is on at oh, the yeah. same time that we're bowling mm-hmm. and we're watching the hot Italian
0: who stunk it up. I might add but at that
1: first set that like, first game. I mean, we really thought something was happening. Well, he won the first set. Bernini. What's his name? Bettini 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 beautiful six, five. He's beautiful. six and five. number six in the world. So he could have, you know, a number six can beat number one. I mean, you don't get to number six, right? Without being a yeah. pretty good tennis player. Anyway, our eyes were full. We were back to playing poker with our naked, um, you know, freshmen or whatever they are. I don't know. Maybe not freshmen. There don't was a, say that. They were yeah. freshmen. They were like 30-year-olds. Uh, uh, mm, yeah. But Let's they all have really great made-up names, Chad Hunt, you know. She plays, they play poker, poker with cards with naked, with naked yeah, guys. Naked. And ah. full erections, full erector are sets. You, full
0: erector sets. Oh. You know? Okay. Okay, so we can really get Grant, inspired. Grant, you've got a lot. I'm watching Grant's face, because yeah. I can never see him. You can. Right. And I'm like, wow. She's like, oh, of course you're playing with cards with full erections. Julia, we haven't <laughs> played... that's
1: who you are. But we haven't played cards since COVID, because, remember, no one wanted to, to touch, touch anything, anything. share right. anything. So we haven't played poker
0: oh, how in a year
1: and a half. Well, it's kind of a fun part of the game, because you draw every time you get a mark and stuff. So anyway... I bowl a one twenty three, win the first poker hand. Nice. Then I mean, our team is kind of we're us girls. We're kicking it. We're so happy to see each other. You know, we're just like that's way below your average though. Oh yeah, but it's the first game. You want to roll out slow because oh, you you're setting s- your average oh, on your first night. Oh,
0: so it's okay to be bad. Yeah.
1: Then the next game, bowl a one forty four, feeling a little bit better, hey. on you know, picking it up. Win that poker hand. Oh. Okay,
0: it's only four bucks okay. a hand. It's oh, a oh. he is a horseshoe upper Yeah. I tell people this all the time. I know you
1: do, but I saw the double rainbow. Then the last game. Now I'm really inspired because we've we've got a new bowler. Can't think of his name right now, but he's going to be there maybe there. next week. We we recruited somebody successfully, a single attorney, I think.
0: There you go. I'm going to hey. find
1: out more, Julia. Hey, but hey, uh, anyway, Bertini or Bettini is playing Novak, so we're watching that. I throw a 177. Stop. Oh, our, our, I win that jackpot. So I win you did all not. three jackpots last night. That n- usually, yeah, you uh, maybe one, maybe one. Yeah, I played Unusual that. Unusual yep. to win all three, and then you know our girl Danielle Boulder brains out, and and April and Molly was. It was just a, it was a fun night. And I think when I was all said and done with the averages, except for the first game, uh, we took all the points but two. That's awesome. Way nice. to start on a high. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, because
1: we've started where we've lost 22 points the first night and only won two points or whatever it is. You know, that once you fall in the hole like that. So we're feeling real good. Gosh. But that was a very fun tennis match, and I never have ever remembered watching the U.S. Open while bowling.
0: Well, because you never go that week, so how fun. Oh yeah. Is it always that late? It's always Labor Day weekend. Yes. But is, is it always that late? Yes. You know, like Prime do, time. Okay. But one it match was ended the other night at two o'clock in the morning. Okay. All right. I yeah. guess
1: we were all kind of uh, in shock about that. No, we're it's like, prime
0: time. Okay. hmm. And mm-hmm. however long the match takes. Because right.
1: it was like nine thirty and they were just starting the second
0: set. Yeah, I know. The first set took a long time last night.
1: Did you stay up and watch the whole thing?
0: I got upset.
1: You got upset at the game? Yeah. Okay.
0: My guy was playing, yeah. I watched part
1: of it, and and then I went-
0: no, I I know. I can't help but that. I
1: vote or Bernetti. I
0: can't help but that. I voted against that guy. I feel so yeah. bad for my tennis team people. But well, wasn't it kind
1: of exciting when he did win that first set, 7 5? And then the Twins, that pitcher yesterday, that guy. Well, Derek Cheater was inducted. But the yes. Twins pitcher, that guy's been on fire. Ryan, yeah. He's a guy we picked up in the trade deadline. He's been, he's broke two MLB records yesterday yeah. with his last two starts. He's oh, been on fire. Look he, at Lori talking oh yeah, I only Lawrence. know, I only know because uh, someone else Bowling shared that with me. They okay. said on your radio program, you should recognize that if you've got Twins fans listening, he's really something. And then my mom said to me, oh, you got that Twins pitcher because the Mariners have hitters and catchers, but we don't, have, we ain't got no pitchers.
0: Is well, that, I believe I, what she well said? that's kind of fun well yeah. my son came over so the when he got there he just wanted to watch Derek jeter
1: yeah oh watch the
0: induction yeah and he couldn't find it so he you know as most people are now if you're watching television as a family one's on their phone Phone, right you're watching you're watching your phone video mm-hmm. you're watching the television video right and you're having a conversation right, all at
1: the same time this
0: is how you interact with family we're really gonna mm-hmm. need that third eye Oh, chop, chop. No kidding. All right, listen, when
1: we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of.
0: I literally have to just say to all of our Zoom friends out there that have been working on Zoom for over a year and a half, Mm -hmm. we feel you. We feel you. It is so hard to look good with a camera right in your face because we're doing, you know, we're live on YouTube right now. It is Julia the wait but, I just but you're a year and a half
1: behind everybody else. Everybody else has clicked off their cameras. Yeah, I so turned it But I mean
0: it's just so horrible to try to even look <clears throat> presentable. All right, back to you.
1: It magnifies the,
0: it magnifies
1: <laughs> the lighting is not right blah blah oh, blah. Oh,
0: I just <clears throat> like oh help.
1: Oh, okay, which is why you see Like the ladies of Beverly Hills, rich ladies doing things at dinner parties last night. Very ultra-glammed up. Can you imagine how much maquillage they have on their faces? Oh,
0: it is. Lori? Grant,
1: that's French for makeup. Maquillage. Maquillage. You don't get to use it very often, but I love when I have a good eye. It just means heavy, glamorous makeup. There you go. Eyelashes. Maybe contouring. it's been airbrush contours. Air, it's unbelievable. It was the, the my quick take uh, on the Beverly Hills Housewife. First of all, Pete Piquet's truth TED talk on Erica Jane's mm-hmm. situation. Uh, never in a million years would I have found myself nodding and agreeing with everything Piquet said. Yes. Although he called Erica out several Erica's years ago. Erica's the one ago. who's
0: being sued for the $25 million that yeah, her husband put into her LLC that she spent on GLAM.
1: Yeah, Erica Jane. And uh, his blow-by-blow blow how not to handle the thing was just like, I'm nodding my head. I've never seen a worse response to a crisis, um, is what he said. And then I wanted to basically punch erica or pull off her eyelashes or pull her hair or something we've seen how she's going to be she's not going to be any different and if she thought she she she's now her the any hearts and minds she won in the first half of the season it's so ugly how she's behaving
0: can i just tell you that i i'm gonna did you want to punch her as eric i've wanted to punch her for years but yeah. this year particularly Her saying to this woman, Sutton, it's no threat. It's a bleeping promise. Promise. all about. I will sue you. Yeah, I mean these are friends at a dinner party. Yeah, it is a promise. Well,
1: the fact that she implied that Sutton should fear legal recourse proves. As far as I'm concerned, maybe Tom Girardi is not his right mind, and she knows it. And as Piquet said to Dorit last night, well, it's alleged that Erica knows about this money, and it's also alleged that Tom has lost his mind. But we know he's been a practicing lawyer for a very long time, so the alleging of the losing mind, that's... Alleged the loss of money to the victims is real, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh damn! And so the fact that she was so sure she could sue her, I'm like, oh, you, what are you talking to Tom? Right, right. You know, because this was the whole storyline. And then I'm loving Garcelle and Sutton. Garcelle and Sutton are just everything. And Crystal is not earning her diamond, and she's she doesn't worthless. need to come back next year. No, she's
0: not. She's worthless. She's not. So what if you're married to the director of, of Lion, King. Lion King? Yeah, yeah. He and did, Kyle
1: he, needs to get some cojones and stand up for Sutton and quit being the biggest pot uh, And And Lisa Renna, I don't even know. I mean, she went over to Garcelle's house to tell her you didn't. Thank me and Harry for bringing you <laughs> sauce. I know when she thanked her in person. Does uh, someone who delivers you soup and you thank them profusely, Do you also need to text them? Apparently. Oh,
0: Lisa. Okay, so Jesus. So we're talking Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm. I and think I mean, she threatened Sutton on national TV, and the way it's she slammed the No threat—it's threat. a peeping promise. promise. Yeah, she swore.
1: She really showed her ugly side last night, man.
0: He shows it every night, Lori. But you know what?
1: Think about it, Julia. She has been on six seasons, and that's about 178 episodes. We... The first time we ever learned anything really personal about her was when she was promoting her book, Pretty Mess. And she talked about her, you know, childhood and that it was hard. And then the time we got to see her go to the strip club, she worked at at 18. We've never seen a real childhood friend or a girlhood. There's been, it's always the glam squad. Or those, Beverly, we've never seen her introduce one personal connection. I mean, that is... Well, Something here's what's going realize. on with
0: her legal stuff right now is that she's on. She has nine days left mm. to pay back twenty five million dollars as a voluntary return. They are um, there is investigator Ronald Richards. Oh, he's said, a lawyer. he's, yeah, a he's lawyer. Yes. And a lawyer. He is, is given her 10 days to pay back the twenty five million dollars before they sue her. Oh. And she doesn't have to pay interest on it. She just has to pay the twenty five million. She doesn't have it. I know. And he <laughs> said it was a voluntary offer we made to her. The um she if she doesn't pay she won't get us adding the ten percent because they said they would even match ten percent of twenty five million to give back to the funds of these people that have been hurt and left. You know, the and it's a lot more victim. money than that, right? And so what she has is nine days left, yeah. and um.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Because there's a civil suit against her to get the money back and that's going to be so dirty. But he just goes on to say... Um, it would be a miscarriage of justice if she was allowed to simply walk completely free of owing twenty five million dollars back to the estate.
1: Yeah, she, she yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. We are
0: hopeful that Miss Girardi comes down from the comes down the mountain from a place <laughs> of privileged and obscene wealth and returns some of these expenses, so former clients and creditors of this law firm yeah. can mitigate the horrific yeah. and unfair losses perpetrated by her husband and well, others. How about when she was, like, sitting at Kathy Hilton's lovely
1: dinner table and, like, first of all, you know, and, like, I do feel for the victims so as she's sipping on her vodka and having eggs and caviar or whatever
0: the hell they're... I mean, it was so Marie Antoinette. She's ridiculous. She really she's is. She's ridiculous. Let's see. Um, really interesting. I really just think that... Um, The whole thing has started to feel a little bit overhearsed. Vulture says Erica Jane is working hard to control the narratives surrounding her divorce. Oh, yeah, she is. But while she continues to deliver reality TV gold, because if you don't watch the show, I would just watch this year because it is something. Mm -hmm. The whole thing has started to feel a little overly rehearsed.
1: Yeah. Well, She's she changes a, her tone of voice and everything, but, I mean, really, it had, was a great episode what last What they night.
0: had on Watch What Happens Live last night, they had Camille on... Camille Grammer and... and um, what's her name from Days of Our Lives? Yes. She's married to Eileen Davidson. Yes. And they were they, good. They both said... I mean, they kind of gave her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. I thought Eileen did, because she said there's so much more that goes on that you don't see. Yeah. You know, because there's like 80 hours per episode mm-hmm. that is filmed. But she did say... I would have been scared to death of this woman. Both of them said that. Yes. I would never talk back to her. I would never. I would be scared to death because they're supposed to be friends. And yep. to talk that's vile to mm. someone in your friend group, it's mm-hmm. just
1: mm-hmm.
0: no. I was. It I was, really is commitment TV, though. I, it's must see TV. I'm telling is. you, people. I don't even like the housewives, but yeah. I'm, I'm addicted to this. Yeah, yeah. I was just spellbound. And, and then you know, Salt Lake. Start Sunday night. I can't wait. So
1: we're going to watch DDR, another case Another unfold. fraudulent housewife misbehaving badly. It's things. kind of a
0: combination of um, American Crime Story right there, and reality no. rich people. Yeah, no kidding. Good Lord. Well,
1: I speaking of American Crime Story, I did watch American Crime Story Impeachment. I have a prediction about that show. Okay. Right. We'll be right back. Grant, what's happening with the traffic? Okay, so we were just talking about Erica Jane. So last night after the housewives were over, she just posted um, uh, the scene with Russell Crowe in Gladiator where he's in the middle of the ring. Right, right. You know, facing down everybody. And then Michael Rappaport, you know, actor, comedian. was just here a couple weeks ago. Big Bravo, super fan. Do you know who he is, right, Grant? Oh, yeah. So he, he tweets... A picture, the the four pictures of Erica's face last night, growling her teeth like a Yorkie, the cold dead stare, saying, "I promise I'll sue you," and then a look of real pain. And Michael screenshots and said, "Has Erica Jane delivered the single greatest season from any housewife ever?" I think so. Bethany and Nene may have had many in a single season. I think Erica Jane Erica has been unbelievable. So she just you know retweeted that. Love you, Michael. And, um, yeah, he's like really standing up for her and just saying, what are you guys complaining about? She's giving us everything. This is what we, what we want. And she's retweeting, you know, his support of her, y'all are complaining. She's giving us everything. Salute her. And she did it under distress mm-hmm. and duress. So he likes it. He, he's really loving it. And, um, anyway,
0: it's, it's something, and the artist is. Okay, and then here's
1: somebody tweeted okay. her and uh, Michael and that Ronald Richards. Mm-hmm. um I have a, um, oh, no, that's, that's not it. Anyway, so who, who knows? I mean, maybe Erica didn't know one damn thing about what Tom was doing on the side. Right. Maybe she didn't, but her. What she's revived, like, I mean, I don't know. She wrote a book. She didn't write about uh, that Tom was this controlling guy. It just all feels like a little bit, we just have had no attachment to her. And it seems easy to believe because she's been the coldest lady in town she's since been she on, got to Beverly Hills. She
0: makes an art of it. Yeah. she's She's got she an does. art to, to do the culture. But I just want to go back to Heartbreak um, Anniversary. That's the name of the song. Yeah. And the artist, it is... It is is. Give in G I V. Oh, it shows up on my thing. I know it. Give on. It's G I V. E O N, Givian. It's, a, yes. beautiful it's a, beautiful a beautiful song. That's a beautiful song. The first
1: time I've heard it. Yeah,
0: yeah I looked it up because that voice sounded familiar. I was wondering what else he sang. but yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so- I'm I'm glad you were doing that, and we could figure that you can't always trust the
1: machine with what the artist is no. when I read it on my machine. It's true, it was wrong on the it's machine. It's like <laughs> yeah. um, when you do uh, you do a voice to text. You know, oh, sometimes. The Lord worst. knows what's
0: coming up. What's on coming there. up?
1: Oh. Okay, so I watched um, American Crime Story: Impeachment, the Ryan Murphy TV show, and about the Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton. So Yes, and uh you know we loved the the O.J. Simpson American mm-hmm. crime series. That was, that was fantastic.
0: Amazing.
1: Yes, As Sarah Paulson played Marsha, mm-hmm. whatever her name was, and um the assassination of Johnny Versace. That was amazing, amazing, amazing. Was that
0: one a few years ago? I haven't yes. seen that one. Yeah, I want to I say out.
1: three years ago. Okay. Really, really good. I'll check that out. Yeah, that was well done. And an American crime story, Impeachment, like you said, it's about the Monica Lewinsky, Linda Tripp, Clinton. It goes back to Whitewater, Vince Va- I mean, it's all this stuff. Okay, And it opens up with um, Monica Lewinsky is on her way to meet her friend in Confident. And it says like, you know, 1998. And then it kind of goes back and forth in flashback. But the one thing that I will say about it, and she's going to meet her friend Linda Tripp in a food court at the Potom- Potomac Mall or whatever it's called. And, you know, Linda shows up with uh, FBI agents or right. something. And anyway, that's how it starts out. But you see at the beginning, you know, Linda Tripp is making a slim fast shake and Monica Lewinsky is packing up her apartment, but she goes, you know, going to the gym. And I just, you know, I...
0: So they were they focused on the women's weight, yes, and Julia, as, which is late victims because this is what the press did to those. Yeah. That's the one
1: thing I remember is that Linda Tripp was always portrayed as like, oh, she was fat heavy and, and fat and frumpy, yeah. and that she was unhappy and she wanted to bring her, you know, uh, friend down, and that right. Monica Lewinsky was a you know, pudgy. 20-some-year-old. they have never
0: been kissed kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah kind they of They like did that. portray these women as that. They were okay. vilified. Yeah. Vilified, oh, vilified.
1: Vilified about all of that. And so, whereas in the O.J. and the Versace story, and they weren't campy like his American Horror Story sure. or some of other his rain. other series, the right. one that Sharon Stone was in, that was very campy, whatever that yeah, was uh, called. Uh, but they weren't American Crime Story thing. I, I feel like... Um, I feel it's campy to not go deeper than the weight. And, and the whole, and, and right away, you know, this thing is going to be taken from, you know, the, the, the women's point of view from the women's perspective, which is fine. And we, we, we know that. And he's always got a curio cabinet of actors yes with people, a lot of regulars and, um, I, I agree with you,
0: Lori, if that's... Cause
1: I feel like the body image issues that he's saying these ladies had, this is only from one episode, is why they made all the decisions they made. And I Because think that's,
0: they, they weren't happy in their bodies. Yeah, and I feel that's like that's so lazy. Gross.
1: I feel like that's lazy. Okay, lazy, interesting. R- lazy. Okay. Like, why didn't he go deeper and explore the character, which is what you... I felt like we got a sense of that with the OJ story. Yeah, we like, did and in the Versace Right
0: and the other one was Ratched Ratched,
1: Ratched. and that yeah. was super campy Yeah but that was an American crime yeah. story well, you know and
0: Monica Lewinsky was an executive producer on And this. it's
1: that's what is very interesting uh to me oh and then you know Linda Tripp you know she brings her boss Vince Fo- Foster um and he was the like um, like a um, I forget what his job what was, but he doing. was in the Clinton White House. He's right. the guy who killed himself. Yes, I remember that. And she goes to get him lunch, and she goes, oh, I brought you some M&Ms, you know, for a treat. And then when he leaves to go really Jesus. take his life, no, he says, Linda, I left you some M&Ms for a treat. You know, and there are a handful of oh, M&Ms. Gross. And, you know, we see Monica eating her frozen dinner in silence. I don't know. I just was like, I am hoping we're going to get a little bit deeper. So you're going to do it you're going to watch it i'm going to watch it the thing that made me laugh out loud was um <laughs> the gal who plays paula jones and my prediction is i don't think this this is going to be not watched by one. a lot of people yeah. i think this is going to have low ratings okay. you know i really do i asked my mom if she'd watch it and she goes we lived through it i have no interest in that one i don't either and we know how it ends mm-hmm. you know we know what the story is she just said i have no interest and i think My mom. That's a lot of people. I feel Mm -hmm. like you feel that way. I do. I do. I just. And, um, but this woman who plays Paula Jones, I can't remember the actress's name. Her name is Anna Lee something. We've seen her in like Masters of Sex. She's a great character actor. She's playing Paula Jones with a nose prosthetic, a lot of prosthetics in this. And um, she's meeting with a law firm that Colby Smulders playing Ann Coulter. Like I said, a curio cabinet. Right. Um. She and Matt Drudge are like, we got to get Paula Jones real lawyer so we can go after this Clinton, President Clinton. And um, she says, well, I can draw President Clinton's genitalia. And she sketches and she oh, sketches. Geez. No, she said she pushes it over. <laughs> and she says with a straight face. Now, this is so remar- It takes a dramatic turn.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gosh scene cut, you know, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, but I mean, I don't know, I feel like taking you know the women's weight and and um, I feel like I don't know that I like that that vision of Murphy's eyes, I feel like he he. That's not why everything that happened and why why they made decisions, it didn't have to so do with body image. they're just playing on their
0: insecurities through their
1: weight. And also, if you look back at any of the coverage, it was all, all weight-focused yeah, and
0: look-focused. So <sighs> that's just... I don't right. think it's going to be a lot of people watching. Right, I watched Worth oh. on Netflix, the show about, nice. you know, um, delves in the story of the 9-11 victims' compensation fund and with... Um, Stanley Tucci and Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton and it's um, Kenneth Feinberg and is who he plays. I like that. Wasn't I thought that, that? was moving. Mm-hmm. Um the critics are saying, you know, they give it a three maybe out of four, but are saying it didn't dig enough at the story. But I felt I like felt that was like it we started didn't, out, you know, with the, the, the him in the law
1: school teaching. Well just
0: yeah, with Kenneth Feinberg really trying to be objective and how do you define it and what's the matrix for um how much these people should be compensated who lost their lives in 9-11. And,
1: and this happens every single time, you know, a person is killed accidentally or there's an accident. There, that is a thing that is, what is a life worth? Right. And even Casey with his accident...
0: They did the actuary, they they have the to like how much money were you out, what's your life that you're out, of course. What is your earning, right. you know,
1: they do this, you know, and this all is how This is how it works. But if it's like a extra, you know, heinous circumstances, then there's other, you know, so it's always different, you know, every time, but they got just like, you know, the they're like, you've got got a formula it was just an interesting way about how a class action thing works
0: totally i thought it was so interesting yeah Yeah. i I really thought it was good Mm -hmm. and it's on netflix that was worth it
1: and stanley tucci i mean that was a real guy that charles worth Mm -hmm. i mean kind of amazing it was it was good i really
0: i i found it moving yeah that was good and interesting like you said i mean because you don't think of the numbers behind it kind of thing yeah and then how you know um and, and um, the rawness and of the Camille, people's stories. Right, how they've dedicated now all their things to the Sandy Hook, you know, to the Aurora School, to the bombings in Indianapolis, to this, I mean, just the, the story of, of what they've, they've done after. Yeah. It was pretty fascinating. Yeah. I all right, that was listen, good.
1: we come back. Um, hmm, all I know is we're going to do a little talking about Otis Redding.
0: That is Mr. Otis Redding, who was born 80 years ago today, on September 9th, 1941, and passed away at the age of 26 in 1967 in a plane crash in Madison, Wisconsin. So that... So young. I know, Lori. I I, I never knew that he died in a plane crash, so I just didn't know his story, and so when I saw that... He was born today, and I, and I said that he died in a plane crash in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm like, I want to know more about this because we know that voice.
1: Oh, we so many good.
0: Summers. Right, so he was born um, Otis Redding in Dawson, Georgia. He was the fourth of six children, and as a young child, he sang in the Baptist church in his community. But at age 15, he left school to financially help out the family because his dad contracted tuberculosis. Mm. And was often ho- hospitalized. And so he had a... Do we get vaccinated for tuber- tuberculosis now? I think we do. My dad yeah. had a check of it. Because mm-hmm. like, he didn't or have... Is that he not didn't, a, he my was dad, too old
1: for, to get something, it.
0: Something... They do it with... Google, Google that. Google that. Do we get vaccinated for tuberculosis?
1: Right. Or can it just happen? I know. Yeah. I, don't,
0: I don't even know. Okay. I feel like so, it's a
1: vaccination thing.
0: He ended up... Um, in '58, having a breakthrough on a disc jockey, Hamp Swain's teenage party show, mm-hmm. and it was a local talent contest, and he ended up, you know, playing in a band in the back, and and um, this guy who was kind of a famous guitarist, saw him, and he thought that kid's good, but can he, sing. but he needs some more, and so he ended up being hired. By the Upsetters, which was a band, the Upsetters, The upsetter. when Little Richard abandoned the Upsetters, oh,
1: which we was saw rock
0: and roll in favor of gospel music,
1: which we see in that movie that Chadwick Bozeman played, right. uh, not Little Richard. I know I'm thinking of another I'm you're getting a mixing of, up, you're... Uh, The Godfather of Soul. Never yes. mind. The Upsetters going back. Go. Okay. So Little Richard leaves the Upsetters, Otis Redding, they think this kid's got pipes.
0: Right. And so he ended up. The guy that liked him worked at Stax, which you're familiar with. And Stax is where Lori. It's in uh, Nashville, Stacks, Memphis, or Memphis. Excuse the me. The sole label in Memphis, Tennessee. It's an amazing museum. And he, the house band at the time, was Booker T. and the MGs, mm-hmm. and they played the instruments on the songs that Otis sing. Other famous Stax musicians were Isaac Hayes, Albert King, Wilson Pickett. On his debut album, Pain in My Heart, it was released in 1964. Is that where These Arms of Mine? That was where that first, mm-hmm. yes, and Pain in My Heart, that was mm-hmm. on that album. And so he um, ended up just being a prolific writer, and Sam Cooke loved him. He sang Sam Cooke songs. Sam Cooke loved him. He was the first soul artist, though, with a large white audience, because he would play, he was willing to risk Things and perform in traditionally white venues so he um, went to whiskey a go-go back in the 60s the Fillmore West he also toured Europe in London Paris wow. and Stockholm at the time very very few soul artists toured outside of the US and his performance at then back at the Monterey Pop Festival in 1967 which was his last live performance was groundbreaking crossover success he was part of the best known soul act featured at the festival He was so popular in England um, that he ended Elvis Presley's eight year reign as the world's best male vocalist vocalist in 1967 when the voters voted Elvis out and Otis in. And when he arrived in England and for his 1967 tour, he was greeted by the Beatles personal limo. Wow. I know, right? What did we
1: find out about tuberculosis? So, tuberculosis is a vaccine for... There is it one, is, but this it, vaccine is not widely used in the United States, but it is often given to infants and small children in other countries where TB is more common. So, Got it's it. not very commonly used here.
0: Well, but that's because it's have, not common here. Exactly. exactly. You do have to have a TB test before you go into a home as a senior citizen. Yeah, you're because right. Because
1: my dad... You're right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right, very good. So, before his death, he began... Um, you he's know, tw- 25, 20, 26 25, yeah. 26 and so what happened to him is that after he died posthumously sitting on the dock of the day became the very first number one hit in the building. Sitting on the dock of the bay Yes, <laughs> what I the call day it. Oh, sitting on the dock of the day I'm sorry <laughs> I, the back of the day. I read that wrong Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No I, like, I kind of like the buck of the day. The buck of the day. All right, so what happened when he was killed in the plane accident in December in 1967? He was just
1: 26 years old. Oh, tragic. Although,
0: although the weather was bad, the plane took off crashing four miles from their destination, which was supposed to be Trucks Field in Madison, Wisconsin, and it ended up... Did the song, was the song like already out sitting on the deck of the bay or did he posthumously no,
1: go to number it one? it
0: went out after him. He was working on that album at the time. Oh gosh, I'm going to just go crazy right now for my second part of the story because he also was responsible. Um, it was his only single that reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And it sold approximately 4 million copies worldwide and received more than 8 million airplays. But also he famously wrote respect now Mm -hmm. for which Aretha, Aretha took. So here is, his version of respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Otis Redding's estate is yes.
1: thanked to Aretha's estate for Aretha for a long time, because that's uh, that's a lot of money for him. No for his, kidding, his no
0: kidding. Other things that he, you know, other songs like that. These we, Arms of Mine, oh, that's yeah, a I've great... I've been loving you for too oh, long. I've been great.
1: loving you. He just had... Oh. He, he A lot of people made babies to Otis Redding's right, songs. Try a
0: Little Tenderness. Mm-hmm. Oh, such good music. He yeah. was so good, but any there is this story, Lori, that I wish I could find here because there is a monument dedicated to him, um, in Madison, Wisconsin, in a Frank Lloyd Wright building. Really? Um, and I have the address, and I never knew that there was this this thing dedicated to him. But after the plane crash, they did not find him for a day. Mm. A day later, he was found strapped in his chair.
1: Why do you want to hurt us with these I types know, of details, I just, Julia?
0: Because I thought that was just something. Yeah. No, I just never knew he died that young.
1: Well, Julia, I mean, that's no reason to be like hard on yourself. No, well, anywho. You know, I mean, he's had a tragic story for a long time because this
0: happened in the 60s. But did you know he died in a plane crash? Yes, yes. Did you, Grant? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I'm a yes. huge
1: Otis. Ra- I have every... Am I just I'm a the loser in the house? Yeah,
0: for, some, for some musical stuff... I um, really just the, don't.
1: The, 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 the layer of sponge is always, you know, very. For everyone
0: out there listening yeah. who is new to that well, story, anyone, you're welcome.
1: Anyone, you know, if you've gone to any kind of, you I know... I haven't gone to the museums or Not the music ones like you have. Or, you know, just know a little something about the tragic people that have, like... Died. I mean, Patsy Klein, You know, she died in a plane accident. Let's see, Buddy Holly. I died didn't in, know she did. Yeah, Buddy Holly. Died I know in Buddy plane, Holly in the know, Big Bopper. Lots and lots of and Richie Valens. That's why I'm so happy that you know uh, Travis Barker has found love with Kourtney Kardashian. And he's back on airplanes, going places because he stopped for. You know, that's kind of cool because it that is would cool. be
0: that be a hard. completely
1: traumatic thing to go through. Right, that kind of you know he went through fire. Yeah. And all of his friends died. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know that I. Sixty percent of his
0: body was covered with. Yeah,
1: but, but he is in love, and he's, he's following. So in love. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I am cheering for these couple. Not like I'm cheering for the couple that's going to have their red carpet debut in Venice on Friday tomorrow, mm-hmm. early tonight. We uh-huh. posted the photos the- of them sailing into <laughs> Venice on their private vaporetto. Ben and Jen, take a look. We'll be back.